Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you want an easy way to feel like a chef in your own home... Try Blue Apron's two and four serving menu plans so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh seasonal ingredients. Choose from an ever-changing mix of premium recipes, chef favorites, family-friendly options, WW recommended, and more. Get $130 off across your first six orders, plus your first order ships free when you visit blueapron.com slash blue culinary. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more with your hosts, Brent Radlinski and Dave Van Robes. Listen in as we talk everything happening in the world of sports from a beer drinker's perspective. It's just like sitting in a sports bar, but with your pants off. Sports, beer, and shenanigans. So sit back, grab a few beer, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports, we'll talk and a whole lot more. Show 197 on April 27, 2022. It's uh, Fort McLeod Selects Eve. We're heading down to Whitefish tomorrow to uh, get the whole gang together to, to play some hockey and uh, camaraderie and have some beers and and uh, I wouldn't say break some hearts, but maybe break, break some ankles and break some things and break, break our own bones a little bit. Dave, pretty excited to go down to Whitefish. First time in a long time for me. But uh, it's uh, going to be a good time with the guys from Fort McLeod going down to uh, Whitefish. You're stopping grounds. You've been there a lot. you got a place down there. Uh, what should I expect? What, what's changed in the last uh, 10 years since I've been that's uh, going to be the, uh, the biggest eye-opener that I should uh, pretend I know about? You're going to be like, holy fuck, when they build all this housing. The whole way from where you turn off the highway to come into town there. On the right-hand side, it's condos, condos, condos. Crazy condos. You're not going to believe how much bigger it is. Downtown is the same. As long as the downtown's the same, day, we got a, a social at Casey's on Saturday night. As long as the Great Northern and, and Casey's are okay, and especially the Bulldog, I'm going to put a 1420 sticker on there. You've been threatening to do it a couple times, didn't have any on you, but I'll put one in there on, uh, well, probably tomorrow night. Uh, as I'm hoisting a couple of beers that from the old stomping grounds that we used to, uh, I wouldn't say terrorize, but uh, uh, gallivant, I guess is the proper word, uh, years ago. Left time, Mark. We pissed on that tree back in our day. We did. We really did. Dave, speaking of beer, and who isn't at uh, this time of night on a, a gorgeous uh, what Wednesday night, 8.30, 30 tonight, uh, I got something different. I saw a... Uh, uh, a different can I haven't seen before at the beer store, Gold Knuckle West Coast IPA Sea Change Brewing Company. Uh, I When I first read it, I thought Sea Change, Gold Knuckle, I thought maybe it was something to do with the ocean and or the sea. No, it's full out, out of Alberta somewhere in Edmonton, so they kind of tricked me, but the beer's good. It's a tasty little uh, West Coast IPA. Quite enjoying it. What are you going with tonight? Um. I'm, I'm, I'm still uh, pulling on these Deschutes uh, that uh, my wife got me. Tonight's beer is, um, it's another Deschutes. It's the freshly squeezed IPA. Um, 
Yeah, it's nice. It's it, this one. I think I might prefer a little bit to, more to the one I had the other night, but that's how IPAs go. Some are better, some are worse. And this one's a nice one. I like it. Do you think the guy at the brewery who's freshly squeezing thing gets paid a little bit more than the guy who's putting the caps on things? I think they just put shit into shit and they turn they pick <laughs> the switch. Yeah, and hope, expect the worst, hope for the best, and here you go. And then when the timer goes off, you switch, you strain, you do this. It's you know, it, it's an art. Don't get me wrong, but the no, people that do, do it, it well, they are the people that do it well. Just like they have a timer and a, and a thermometer, and they make it work. And and thank God for people like that because, like I've said before. You know, beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to see us happy. There you go. There's. We'll talk about another day, maybe that. Uh, how much time it must take to get to what you're. First off, what you're, you're you're thinking of, to what you originally make, and how it gets to that point to what you what you want as a brewer, as a as a distributor, as a company. It, it's got to be a lot of work. It's got to be a, a lot of dollars spent for 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 nothing. Well, the there's forefront. a learning curve, like I, I like, especially the way beer is right now, right? With all the microbreweries and they can't all be the same. Like uh, if you have a great environment and great, be, uh, great food, uh, yeah, your microbrew and then serve shit beer. Guess what? No one's coming for that good. No food. one's buying it. Yeah. Right. You need the good beer to put asses in the seats and then you have your good food and then you can do well. Like it's, it's right down the street from uh, where you guys are going to be playing hockey. It's called, um, oh, fuck, Bonsai. Bonsai Brewing. They have great ta- great beer on tap, and they have Mother's decent- fucking Daniel's son and Mr. Miyagi, Bonsai. Bonsai Brewing. It's it's literally 80 meters from the hockey. I'll tell you that, that saying, Bonsai never comes up ever when people walk into that place for the first time. But and anyways- funny enough, I never see what, I've never seen one Bonsai tree there. Well, maybe we'll, we'll we'll harvest one this week and we'll pick one up. <laughs> you never know when the boys from Fort McLeod get together. What Mike? There's be a whole herd of us down there this weekend having a good time. Uh, the Fort McLeod selects anyway. So get off that topic, Dave. I saw my Facebook memories a couple uh, days ago that I was down in Phoenix, Arizona, watching some baseball. Uh, I think it was 12, 13 years ago, and uh, the I remember going down there, sitting at a at a. I think it was a Hooters or something, and the NFL draft was on. And the the excitement of people sitting at the bar and even at, at the game talking about who got drafted, this and that. Like, I'm a sports guy, and uh, I know, and I watch enough college football to kind of be dangerous a little bit. But the excitement that comes at draft time for the NFL draft. I think it's a lot, man. Like I get how it's content for for podcasts. I guess for for ESPN Radio, for TSN, for all, all in all. But man, if the average dude knows that much about football and what's happening in the third round or even in the first round of this guy to this guy, this guy, man, that's a lot to me. I think that's a bit extreme. You you got to put your fandom down a little bit if you want your hard hitting. NFL draft breakdown. Just listen someplace else. Hit fucking pause on this one because you ain't getting it here. I have never understood this. I have never understood this. And I'm going to give you one name to just completely bring it all. Like two names. Jamarcus Russell and Ryan Lee. Like 
you never fucking know. Like you can get never excited. You, you're allowed to be a fan. You're allowed to do research. You're allowed to have an opinion. But you never fucking know until these guys take the field and they're in the and, and like until they're battle tested. And and and, and, it, and it behooves. Well, no, it doesn't behoove me. It it makes me scratch my head how you can get so geek for someone that just has potential and that it that's it and is you're not going to know until maybe even two three years down the road you know Dave like the the, the highest rated quarterback are our friends from uh Bruliana Sports they talked about it back in January to show with them they're talking about Kenny Pickett uh Aaron and Daniel both said this this guy if out of pit he's 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 the next coming of Christ and that was back in January the college football season wasn't the, 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 it wasn't even cold yet. Uh, it wasn't dead like it was. And they were saying this guy he's already talking about this guy's being dropped and everything else. And then because his hands were too small from the combine, and it's just like I hear it bits and pieces just because I I listen to a lot of sports talk radio. How a player who hasn't done anything? Yes, he's good. Yes, he's done this. Yes, he's done that. And it, but. There's those players every year, and every year, nobody makes that big of a difference. There, there's always first-round guys. There's always first-overall guys who do nothing. There's first, there's second there's second-round guys who do nothing. There's a sixth-round guy like, oh, this is a surprise. Dave, the thing about the draft, and it's it's more so in hockey and football, and a little bit basketball because it's just basketball is just different. They expect that these GMs and scouts are going to fix the mess that most of them made on their own with the pick. And then three weeks later or four weeks later or six weeks later, the season, they're just magically fixed. Most of these GMs fucked up this situation to end up with the, the first overall pick and they still get the chance to have that first overall pick. That's one thing I won't understand about sports is that if when you finish in last place or second last place or if your team has a shitty season, why are you getting a chance to fuck it up again? Well, and, and no other sport more so than football too, right? See Jacksonville, see the Jets, see the Lions, see the Browns, see the, the Bengals, Giants. Just- right? Well, now that the Giants has, have, have at least like gone to the highest stage and won the Super Bowl. Well, in, in our no, in our lifetime, yeah, I guess. Yes, like well, in our in the recent future, whereas yeah. these other teams just step on their dicks all the time, you know. And now, you know, of those teams, I just I just rattled off. Cleveland's the one with the most recent uh, playoff victory, and they want to turf their their quarterback that they drafted first overall. First not overall, like, and now I, no one I, wants them. And now no one wants them. Now they now they're going to have to pay like a twenty five million dollar back. Well, not twenty five, eighteen million dollar backup. I don't know the actual number. It it blows me away how there's that saying. If you keep doing the same thing day in and day, well, whatever, if you keep making the same mistakes and don't change anything, it's it's the definition of insanity. You sound, insanity. You, you sound like, uh, like George Bush there. Fool me once, you won't get fooled again. Fool me, <laughs> fool me twice, shame on me. Shame <laughs> on someone. But, you know, yeah. it, it is. It's just like we're doing, we're clearly doing something wrong. But, you know, 
like Jacksonville had that year that uh, year where they were a defensive juggernaut a couple from what I say couple probably eight years ago and they were decent and then they just they they just they find that squ- uh, uh, the squirrel finds a nut every now and then. But then you think you got something going, and now you're going with your natural instincts. It's like that Constanza episode in uh, in Seinfeld. Just do the opposite. Just do the opposite. Jets, Lions, Jacksonville, whatever you want to do, whatever you really want to do, just do the opposite, and it might help you out a little bit here. We'll get back to draft in a second, Dave. But I saw today on the old uh, on the old Twitter machine that Jerry West, uh, for the Lakers dynasty, the coach, and the, he's the, the label, he's the logo for the NBA, he's all bent out of shape for his uh, portrayal of uh, whoever's portraying him in that uh, the HBO documentary, Winning the Time. The way he's being, not, not at the actor. Not, not the documentary, but it's a, the, the way he's the, being depicted. The way, he, the way he's being depicted. And and he's all bent out of shape. He's going to sue the world. Do you think the Steinbrenners are going to fucking freak out with the way that George being portrayed in Seinfeld? Get over yourself, Jerry West. You haven't been relevant in 30 fucking or 40 years. Like, come on, man. Oh, that's hardly true. Jerry West is highly relevant, but he's relevant. He, but it does he matter? Um. Well, it, it, it's 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 a fictional account. It's a, it's a it's so a Seinfeld. Did you see a Steinfeld yeah. get pissed off? What I what I've read about it, and I'm enjoying this Showtime. It's a great uh, show. Yeah, winning, winning time. time. Yes. Um. But it's a show. It's a show, and and. I don't think he has a leg to stand on because obviously HBO and any kind of show producer has a ton of lawyers running everything through legal. Like it, it's, it's, it's depiction. It, 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 it's they're, they're, they're telling a story and, and you can't tell a story and make it real life because it's going to be pretty boring and no one has 10 fucking years. Right. To get that bent out of shape with something that doesn't really matter. Like it's just entertainment. I don't I, get that. Man. I never I, read about Jerry West possibly suing anybody, but I did see that uh, the guy, there was a guy athletic trainer or something that was on the team at the same time. And he was brought on as a consultant and as a bit player. And he quit after two tapings because yeah. he goes, I don't like the way you guys are making Jerry West look. And I agree with that. And you know, and that's putting your money where your mouth is. That's your own prerogative. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. And 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 you don't know when you're on set and watching things get filmed, you don't know how it's going to look on TV. But when you see someone being depictive, depicted as they are not, like how have you watched a couple like Dr. Oh, yeah, I watched Bosch, I, I watched I missed two so far. The last he, uh, two I haven't I haven't seen. He's such a dirtbag. He's such oh, a yeah. horn dog. There's no oh, yeah. I'm not saying there's no way he couldn't be this big of a horn dog, but to to wear so it on the sleeve. Why isn't Jeannie Bus going against saying so what what they're portraying his her dad to be? Well, like, and also get over get over too. yourself. Like just come on, man. Like and Jeannie Bus wasn't there because she was 17 years old when this really did happen, right? So it's all fictionalized, right? Like it's so the 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 fact that they're making stuff up all along the way. They're 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 making entertainment and. Yeah, I don't know where the line is where where it becomes defamation of character, but (laughs) Jerry West, that guy, the way he's depicted in in Showtime, or sorry, in Winning Time, 
I would I I can understand why he might be a little bit butthurt. There's no doubt. No, I, I get it, but is is he that concerned that his legacy is going to be depicted in, on an HBO documentary or mockumentary, I guess you could call it, compared to what he actually did? Because well, maybe pu- like just cool it, man. Like don't then don't watch it. Well, if, no, somebody, no. if somebody think if the Laker faithful and people who know that you're the logo, if they think that that's who you are compared to what you actually are, then they weren't your fans anyways. Okay, but here's here's the thing now. At the age, like I'll, I'm going to put an arbitrary number of the age of 45. I would say of sports fans, 80% of people would know Jerry West is the logo over the age of 45. Yeah. I would say 10% under the age of 45. And these are the yeah, people watching you're getting it. Close, yeah. Right. And then now, like the generation coming up is going to remember him for being a a hot-headed asshole. That oh well, man. That couldn't watch it. Well, you know, you say oh well, but it's your legacy. And he he he's he was uh he was a whatever an all-star a lot of times, one one championship, but then he was uh the executive of the year in the NBA for two different teams for the Lakers. And I believe Oklahoma city. And then even he works as a consultant for the Clippers now. Um, So he like, he's, he's clearly not dumb and, and real life is, is Trump's any kind of fictionalized account of your life. But you know what you you use that word. The other words together, it's kind of funny, but whatever. (laughs) But, but nonetheless, he, uh, I think, I, I think he has a point and I understand why he might, I, he might be a little bit, him and his family might be a little bit put out of shape. Yeah. It's just odd to me that it gets to that point where you, you, if you don't like it, turn it off, man, whatever. It's just, yeah. Don't watch it. Don't, don't read, don't read the reviews. If, if, if you, if you, if you don't want to hear the reviews, don't, don't read them. Yeah. I, I understand that, but it, it, he has nothing to do with that. Right. It's what, it's what the, everybody who is watching it, how they now perceive him, right? Who don't know him, who don't know the work he's done in the NBA as so a Dave, player and, a, this, and as a, an executive. This, this kind of is going on to another tangent. When when athletes say that they don't read um, the the paper, they don't read Twitter, they don't read, they don't, uh, they're not on Facebook or whatever. They don't listen to radio. Are they all full of shit? Because is every, is every athlete when they on their way to the field to practice? Is sports talk radio on? Is there a podcast on? Is there, are they reading the, the articles? Because if an ex GM owner, whatever the hell he, his job is now, if he's butthurt about a TV show, how butthurt is every athlete going to the game that day for the, the what do they call it? The, uh, the, uh, the pin board material. Is, is that more true than say that they, they, they don't listen don't, and don't watch? I always wondered that, and I can understand why athletes tell you that they never read the press clippings. They never read. They never go on Twitter. Bulletin board material. Sorry, I got. I was yeah. Bulletin board material. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it'd be tough, and and I would. And you have to develop thick skin, and and that might take a little bit of time. Um, in this day and age, I think as these players come up through the uh, through the college ranks or or junior hockey ranks, they do get a little bit hardened, and they do because 
as much as you're you're getting your back padded and 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 put on a pedestal there's haters out there and you can find them right there's quick, no way right you don't quick. google your own name if you're famous i don't under, i Not don't google so. so much but you'd be like on you, there for you you would be on there forever and then like you'd be tempted to respond like kevin durant is the most thin-skinned motherfucker i've ever seen in professional that holds we'll get into that in a second that whole nets organization that's a holy fucking mess wow but nonetheless, like if you if, like this is your game, and like you're you're gonna have criticism uh, criticism from people that don't sign your paychecks. Like the one I'm concerned about is coach and GM. If those guys have a problem with me, they're gonna come to me and 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 bring me to their office. All that other stuff you have to put aside. Otherwise, you could if you take anything like that from strangers, anonymous strangers living in Wichita, then. In fact, you're not cut out to be a professional athlete, my friend. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design. Yeah, I, I, we laugh, laugh about this. I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but that, like how you shouldn't care if you're an athlete, what the fan base has to say about you, because, you know, you're doing the best you can out there on a daily basis. You're trying to do what you can. Uh, a thousand years ago, Dave, when I was playing junior hockey in Bonneville, I got pulled. I had a shitty night. And uh, some fan, some fan would just give it to me. And I probably shouldn't have turned around, said anything, but I turned my head and I said, but you paid to watch me play, man. Like, whatever, dude, like you paid to watch me. So who's the idiot here? And so you could put that into the big perspective, how maybe, maybe pro pro guys are that way too. They're like, fuck dude, I'm doing what I can. I'm making fucking 30 sheets a year. And you're the one making blogs and podcasts and putting more effort into everything else than to hate me more than to like me. Not like it's, it's funny. Did Andrew Marchand get fined for Boston this year? Like it was fairly early in the year and he was in the penalty box and a fan was beaking him through the glass. And he said, how much did you pay to watch me tonight? Well, he, he must have sold that from me from circa 1992 in Bonneville. <laughs> I said that exact same thing, basically, man. Like, dude, like you went out of your way in the freezing cold here in northern Alberta to come and watch me play, and now you're yelling at me? Get fucked. Maybe he bought uh, some fertilizer at the UFA, and they had uh, buy two bags of fertilizer, get a Bonneville Pontiac. Uh, get a free ticket. Who knows? T- uh, I just find it odd. Let's get back to draft quickly, Dave. Yeah, like we, like we start uh, started off with this this segment before I got sidetracked to some good uh, good good chat. People who know that what the seventh round pick for the Dallas Cowboys is going to be, and what that player might perceive to be, dude, you gotta fucking 
I don't know, man. Here's the thing. I, I follow a bunch of NFL accounts because I'm an NFL fan. It's my favorite sport to watch. And, and some of these people are breaking it down. So my, my feed is a little thing like mock draft. I get one or two mock drafts every year, uh, every year, every day on my, on my Twitter feed. And I don't click them because I don't fucking care. I don't care. You know what? Uh, like let, let's talk about this in November and see who's good. And then let's talk about this in four years again, because how many busts, this is what I know there's going to be of the top 10. If you get five years out of a top 10 pick these years, like that's what it is. Like you, there's so much goddamn guesswork and you're paying these kids so much money. And I also know this, there's going to be a free agent running back that everybody's going to be picking up on their fantasy roster in week four. Yeah. That's what I know. It's just, it's, it's odd how, I mean, it's the biggest sport in in the world. It's like, it's bigger, like the media attention and the way it's, it's it's, a monster. It's it's, it's such a monster. And so they can just say fucking Kenny Pickett had a, had a poo. Like actually, I know that Kenny Pickett's hand size was too small at the the combine. I actually, I, I remember that. Like who cares? Like who gives a fuck? Can you throw a football? How do they measure? Do they like? Do they put out like a, a bar and like grab this rod? Can you grab this rod? Can you close? Is it your circumference finger? or diameter? I don't know. It's you, it's odd. It's odd like, how the so it, it's it all about is, it's all like, about it, grip. What if you have a small hand but great grip? What if your vision's great? What if you can run? What if your arm's a cannon? But you you can still hold a fucking football. You can still throw it a hundred yards. What Who if you have a, a small hand but have really tactile fingers so you have better grip? That's what the sticky stuff for. He can call uh, Garrett Cole. Uh, it's it's odd to me. The draft is so the the, the in it because it's always the, these coaches, GMs, the, the analytics guys who get the, the the opportunity to try to fix a team that they screwed up. I, I don't I don't get it. And then you get all these armchair quarterbacks at draft time, which is t- tomorrow. Like the Twitterverse is going to be just crazy tomorrow when whoever goes first overall who didn't do a damn thing at some defensive lineman because he's a on the, a left tackle is going to protect that guy's right side. It's odd to me. Like the whole thing is if you know that, like I, I get the breakdown of the game, I get it, but you got to, you got to get a girlfriend, man. So, or, or, or a hobby or start getting along with your wife. Right. Because these aren't all, uh, 22 year old single boys. No. Like, there's a lot of adults with families that are just crazy, and this is a religion. And sure, like, have you can ha- you're allowed to have passion, you're allowed to love your team 100%. You're allowed to, you're allowed to do that, but just at the end of the day, you what happens this weekend in Las Vegas isn't going to change next season. We don't know, it will change next season, but we don't know until next season they they i'm going to guarantee you we'll do talk to this a year from now there will not be a fucking player i will guarantee this there will not be a player that gets drafted in the first round tomorrow that's going to have that much of an impact to change to win super bowl tomorrow i i or next or this season i guarantee it well the, when you oh, say oh, that oh, that's so, such so, a big league someone might be drafted tomorrow for something so next year we got to get this guy because if you draft a quarterback in the first round, you're a fucking idiot. Because then you gotta, then you have to, you have to get a, a running back the year after. You gotta get wide receivers the year after. You gotta get a left tackle the year after that. 
to draft a quarterback that high to me, that's a mistake. I I, I disagree with that one hundred percent. Unless unless they're Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, whoever. Okay, well, like, but just like think about it in recent memory, young young quarterbacks who have what before they signed their second deal. That's what I mean by young quarterbacks: Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, um, um, Ben Roethlisberger won one really quick. When you can win, when you can win games with a quarterback not getting max money, it's, it allows you to spend money on the free agent market to to have the talent around that young quarterback. It allows you a good offensive line. It allows you to get the running backs. The draft is huge. If if the Kansas City Chiefs don't draft Pat Mahomes, uh, Tyreek Hill, and uh, the guy, the kid that they – uh, they had a cut. Uh, they don't win a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Well, um, the the Seahawks without Russell Wilson do not win a Super Bowl. But I think they, I think that and those the, guys were young. I, I think hockey's the only sport, maybe basketball. No, fuck, not even basketball. Hockey's the only sport where these guys, a first round guy, makes a bigger difference. Bas- like football, man. Because if you take a left tackle, once again, I don't know about it. I don't. But some guy out of Iowa, like. Okay, man. They're I think they're in, they're they're interchangeable. That's my I, own personal opinion. I hear what you're saying, but I'm gonna disagree because I don't have the intense knowledge of football. But Joe Burrow is a number one, and he showed he was a number one this year, right? He got hurt his rookie year, and he, he was a leader of men and he and he and he brought his team to the Super Bowl. Uh and I think that's what might be the problem for a general manager to sit back and really dissect where the needs are, what we have to address at the draft and decide on, on that day, are we going to draft this position? Who's available? Are we going to shore up this position on the free agent market? And if you, if you're drafting first overall and you think that your problem is a left tackle. Oh, but it might be. It really might be because we say it like in hockey and football. Football's even a bigger team sport because it's so position specific. I, I'm not picking up tackles. I'm just I, that's just what the, no. Exactly. I, I understand what you're saying. But in hockey, at the end of the day, you have a goalie and five position players. That's it. But in football, you have 24. You have to address like where's our weak link? Where can we address this in the free in the in the free agent market, where can we address this in the draft? And there's so many more moving parts. And like in a general manager who knows what they're doing can sit back and trust the information. He's like I said, the GM who knows what he, he's doing isn't drafting first overall. Right. That I agree with. And, and, then, like, and then like, you know, like the teams that suck all the time, they want that big shiny piece at the draft, and they get it, but they but they ha- they're so short sighted that they don't know what they have to do aside from that big shiny piece to make that shiny piece succeed. And that's what happens with the Jets. That's what happens with the Lions. That's what happens. That's what's gonna happen to the Browns because those idiots just signed, just just took a shiny piece, made it even shinier. And they don't have a fucking clue. That's like, they don't have a 
fucking clue. It's a, it's it's a guy that won five hundred thousand dollars in the lottery and just spent four hundred thousand dollars on a Lamborghini. What are you gonna do with that next hundred thousand dollars? You're gonna be out of money real fucking quick, son. Pay for gas. Yeah, Stop but you it. know what? That ain't my that ain't my fish to fry. Anyways, Dave, uh, no, I'll be down in Montana tomorrow. I'm sure it'll be on ESPN down there at the Bulldog Saloon watching that. It'll be people be hooting and hollering. Well, this guy went there and that guy went there, and I whatever. I don't care. I don't know enough about it to, to say, but it if people I get excited because people get excited. It's, it's fun to talk when you're in a sports bar and talking with people about what's going on in, in the world of sports, and everything else. So it'll be a fun, a fun atmosphere like it was at 12 years ago when I was in Arizona watching it. Uh Dave, who has the first over pick tomorrow? And it Jacksonville. And I, I think it's Jacksonville. And I think the owner and the GM are fighting over who they wanted to, uh, according to the, the Twitter machine. There's apparently some disagreement of who the owner wants to draft and who the GM wants to draft. And I, all I would say is who the fuck hired Nick's, uh, not Nick Saban, Urban Meyer. And whoever hired, wanted the Urban Meyer, then you don't get a, you don't get a choice. The owner did. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I think they should get a left tackle. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Enjoy the draft tomorrow, kids. The 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, this week, there's uh, the NBA playoffs are going on. We're not the biggest NBA guys, but we watch the highlights and this and that and everything else no, and kind of have an idea what's happening. Uh, the NHL playoffs start next week. Baseball's in full swing. Um, the one thing I noticed this week, Dave, when the New York Nets or the Brooklyn Nets, I guess they're called when they lost out was the uh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, the super team that lost again, that didn't amount to anything. Uh, what was his name? Uh, James Harden. He asked for a trade. They got to the, the other guy. I can't remember his fucking name because he didn't even play a game. Um, but these super teams, Dave, okay, we won't, before we get into super teams, when the Brooklyn Nets lost, I was appalled at the love fest after getting swept by the Celtics because Boston, New York is supposed to be a heated rivalry. No matter what sport it is, it's a thing. I was appalled that Kyrie Irving's going around the court, giving the bro hug. You know what I'm talking about? The, the, the clasp of the hand, the hug, the whole bit. And then, you know, they're, they're, they're taking selfies and changing jerseys and whatever else. Dave, we grew up in a time when, in a playoff series, two teams didn't like each other, what they, they, they and they grew to hate each other. Now you get teams, and it's in all sports. And I get, I know it's a different time because these guys play a lot more together. But as a fan, Dave, when I pay good money to go to a playoff game, or I actually, or at home, and I'm I'm, I'm watching game, I put in my time to watch a playoff game. I kind of want some animosity between the two teams. And then when my team loses, I don't want them going, giving a guy a bum, a bum slap, bum slap and a high five. I want some actual animosity, like, and and some disappointment that you fucking lost. NFL, every game. Okay. And you're an NFL guy. We'll break it down. Every NFL game, when they, they shake, okay, give the ceremonial handshake. I get it. But the, the the love fest that these teams have for each other now it's not it's not my game man i i'm gonna disagree 100 on this because then you you just touched upon it right there 
there's no there's no sport playoff more intense than the NFL, uh, sorry NHL playoffs. Everybody loves it, and one of the best traditions about the NHL playoffs, and it's the only sport that really does it. They literally line up like ten year old kids to say good game, good game, good game at the end of the series, at the end of the series, and it's it's a matter of respect. Everybody's playing the same game. They just happen to be playing for any team, right? Flip of the coin, you might have been on the other side of that, of, of the result, not of the, of the result and of the jersey color. You never know where, where your professional career is going to take you. And at the end of the, when a playoff series is done and you show respect to the, the team that beat you, you can be bitter as shit. And if you know what, if and if you still don't want to do it, don't do it. Go to the locker room and don't shake a hand. Everybody's going to call you out and you might be a bit of a pariah for a little bit. But I think you don't have a problem with the handshake at the end of NHL playoffs, do you? I don't. So I think it might just be a thing that that's just not our sport and and like the bum hugs that I don't know what you were okay, calling. The thing about like, it's Dave, not like people are pulling down pants and getting on knees. The thing about hockey, Dave, I like over the last thirty years because of free agency, it's changed a little bit in that respect because these players play with each other so much in summer hockey and the World Juniors and Olympics and things. When you have two players that maybe we're on the same team at one point played junior together in hockey when they, and they're usually the last guys in the line, they're the captains and they're actually, you know, given a, a more of a, the handshake and a hug play uh, on team Canada together, played on the, when they're, together, when, yeah. when they're, when there's just a mutual respect, cause you, you played together a lot. I get it. But when it's every fucking player going to every player, hugging and kissing and high-fiving don't man do that downstairs don't let the heart don't let people who's hard-earned money they went to 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 watch those games you want to think that there's a more of a and a seven game series a lot more than a one game playoff like there is in football like seven games you could probably gain a lot more respect for a guy like you may have stuck a guy in the face 13 times and got whatever happened i think for there there's a respect level that might happen more in a, a seven game hockey series or a basketball series for, for that, that matter than a one game and uh, NFL playoff. Um, what I think is going to like, what I think is just, we just don't understand what these athletes go through, especially in a playoff game. When, when the tensions are high, when everything is on the line, I have no problem with them just letting down and letting their shoulders slump a little bit and just, Oh fuck season's over. And then you can just have some, some introspection of what exactly is going on right now. And, and you kind of realize, you know, either you're going on and I think it's more for the losers actually to actually say we are, we gave it our best effort and now it's over. And then like, you can actually relax for a little bit. So I don't, I think it might be even more for the losers than, than the winners, this actual handshake to like have some culmination to the hard work that you've put through in the, in the season and the playoffs. And I'm not going to be smirch any kind of thing. 
that uh, shows respect for your your fellow your fellow players. Dave, I just thought of this. Maybe I, I wouldn't be so hard on the uh, the high five, bum slap, bro hug thing, if because maybe hockey does hockey maybe does it right that they they line up and shake hands and every player has to meet every player. Whereas football and basketball, they go and reach out to whoever they select who they want to to shake hands with. Maybe the I'm thinking that maybe if it was a, a traditional thing that the the whole team, yes, there'd be 80 guys in a football field, but maybe you're just hunting out the certain guys. Oh, I like you. Oh, I miss you. It just seems so it, it seems so horseshit that you pretend to have such a disdain for this guy and being a warrior against this guy that you go, ah, oh, I didn't really mean it. I think it's horseshit. I think it's so fucking. Well, it is think- horseshit. And, you know, when, uh, in the field of battle, things get said and people do things. And there's a lot of there's a lot of fuck your mothers going on on the, on the playing field, no matter what. Uh, more than that. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. You know, and and to 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 be able to put that down, I I I I, I it's not respect. I just I just totally understand how you can be such a nasty motherfucker between the lines and be such a good guy off the field. Right. Like, you know, everybody says that back in the day about all these NF- NHL tough guys, the fighters. Oh, those are the best guys in the room. Those are the best guys on the ice. But like you put on the blades and then this something just triggers. And yeah, it's just just something triggers. This is my job. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah. Like it, it just it kind of goes to show, like with like brought up the NBA thing, how the the, the super team, the Brooklyn Nets, have failed again. They had all this and that and a, and a bag of chips, and they were supposed to be everything. And then they were, and then Kyrie Irving's, like I said, doing the, the bro hugs and the high fives and bum slaps and, and the, the super teams and LeBron's super team in LA and, and they're getting these GMs to make trades and everything else. Dave. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom Alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with Alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design. At what point do you think fan bases are going to go, please don't do that? Please don't do that because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I know. Do you think fan bases ever go, oh, this is this? Yeah, we're getting this guy, this guy, this guy. And the, these prima donnas who fucking don't even compete, most times don't even play. Do you, do you ever think they go, please don't do that? Build build a team, create, like not the superstars. Like you can, 
You can build a team. Do you think fan base is ever go, please don't, please don't get that guy. Please don't get that guy. Whereas, whereas the, the, the GMs and, and the owners and the media pound it down the fan base's head saying, oh, yeah, this is the year. This is the year. See, and I think I, I think the players might have to lead by example. Yeah, I, I begrudgingly admit I follow this uh, one Twitter account, Baseball Fights. And there's like, there's something every day. Like there's every time the Dodgers and Padres play, there's a fight. Someone's bru- getting the, I think the, uh, the, the Mets and the Cardinals had a brouhaha today. Oh yeah. yeah. But on the field, no, but I'm talking about fights in the stands. Oh yeah. 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 And that has to stop. Like, and then like, you know, if, if, if fans can see these guys playing a game and, and getting along with each other, sure. Things get heated. Sure. Things get a little bit nasty at times, but they're actually playing for the score. Just, but when you see shit happening and the shit talking in the fan, it's kind of goes back to this Mike Tyson stuff. Everybody's such a fake tough guy online, men and women. And then they get into a sporting event and they're in the visitor wearing the visitor's jersey and they're taunting and pointing faces. You know what? Maybe someone should get punched in the nose a little bit more often. I'm not talking about these big brawls. But you know what? You would be running your fucking mouth like that in 1982. You wonder, Dave, like you, you bring that up. It's kind of funny as you were talking. I got, got thinking about uh, you, you watch old Montreal Canadiens highlights. Guys were wearing fedoras and women's in dre- women in dresses and their fur coats in, in 1960-whatever-the-fuck, 65, or Yankee Stadium back in the 40s. You wonder if there's there any brouhaha's back in those days in the stands. Probably I would not. Get- uh, you know, maybe like in the top smoking and but like they would be fans of the own team. There's no visitor fans ever back in the day. I can't the travel. We've been tough. Yeah. Right. Like so. But maybe uh, like I, it, it's not important. But no, I, I like doubt it because it was a it was ah, fuck. I was going to say it was a much more still. It was a much more polite world. It was a much more polite world. And and and. And I'm a result of a, of, for lack of a better term, a more enlightened society where you, where you're okay to speak your mind a little bit more, and and you don't have to be listened to, but you can be. Er, I don't know. Tolerated, but back in the day, no, I like I'm I'm, I'm misrep, misrepresenting my point. When I say you oh. get punched in the nose, it's not it's not it's not getting punched in the nose at the stadium. But like as a kid, if I would be mouthing off and doing that stuff, I'd get punched in the nose. Like not at a sporting event. If I was it was out if I beaked off when I was in grade seven and I was beaking off at grade nines, guess what? I got fucking beaten up. I don't know how many kids and like I know for a fact kids go don't get beaten up anymore. And I understand that we're not allowed to be bullies, and I know that we're not allowed to do this, and I know the kids aren't allowed to do that. And I understand that. Do but at the think, end of the day, but at the end of the day, if you get up in someone's face and start calling their like your mothers of this, your mothers of that, bang, little punch in the nose shuts that fucking do, trap yeah, up do you, quick. Do you think that that's because every there? Okay, I'm gonna make fun of this and hear me out. For every Jaden and Caden and Aiden and the the names are all the fucking same. And I'm yes, it, to our listeners, if those if those are your kids' names, I'm sorry, but I umpire baseball where every 
third, every second batter is named Jaden and Caden and Layden and Aiden and blah. For for all those kids that are nozzles, how many Jadens have been punched in the face? 0.0%. Whereas 100% of every Brent Redlinskis, when he lipped off, when he was in, in middle school, junior high school, whatever else, high, high school, every time every Brent Redlinski lipped off, I got punched in the face. Mike's Not every time. And, I, Mike's and Rob's and David's and Brent's and and Robbie and and Roberts and Bobby's. Yeah. Harry's. They got, got punched in the face. Well, if you spoke up, like, but you had a, like, you got a tussle. Yeah, there was some tussles. I don't know how many. Like, we're not. I'm not seeing people. Should, kids who go around punching people in the face for all you kids out there listening. But it just seems that if yeah, you run your mouth, knowing that there's no physical harm coming your way, or or yeah. even not even physical harm, just consequences. Consequences. Thank you. That's a very very much like better even thing. any consequences where the, the, there's no nothing. Like you're not going to get reprimanded for it. You're not going to get sent to the fucking the rubber room at F.P. Walsh High School. There's no, no consequences because you can't give my kid shit. It's, right. It's eventually that's that's why we're at where we are today. Yeah. I mean, we, we try not to get to. Um, and I think that's what happens with these with these fights in the stands. Like people with their phone. Like, and I've seen like there's a there was one clip where a guy was a visitor was running up and down after the. The visiting team hit a, a walk-off home run with his phone, doing reactions to the fans. Someone got in his way, grabbed the phone, threw it on the field. You can't do that. I just fucking did. I just did. Uh, and then there was another one. A chick was doing it, and uh, she was doing the same thing. And a guy took the fat, her her hat off and threw it on the and threw it down the field. You Dude, can't I, do that. I, yes, I, I go can. like the last couple of years withstanding. I, I go to a lot of baseball games and a lot of this nuts. And, and I, I see like it's too bad that the stuff that gets publicized on the Twitter machine becomes the highlight of the night because I go to a lot of games, a lot, whether it be USC football, major league baseball games, hockey games, here and that. I rarely see this kind of shit. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It's too bad that that stuff gets publicized and the good doesn't, you know, when there's a, a nice picture of a family or someone meeting a person in the stand that that doesn't get publicized more, but these fights and brawls and shit that happens in the stands allegedly on a daily basis, that gets all, all the media. Hype. I mean, I will say all, it depends what you follow. And like I say, like on, oh, no. on my Twitter machine, no, no, ahead, but, 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 but that gets like it, that, that will get, if there's a fight in the stands, that gets no matter what network you're on, that gets fucking highlights. No way matter way more what. clicks. Yes, I agree. way no matter what, whether it be CNN or it'll be on there. A couple three years ago, uh, Deanne, my brother, and myself, we were in Yankee Stadium. There was a little kid sitting behind us. He couldn't see. Put him on. I put him on my shoulder, and he. We. I didn't know his name, so we called him Julio, and he was having the best time. That stuff doesn't get shown enough. Whereas the fight, even on the Yes Network, that fight, like the one happened in New York last weekend, there was probably at Yankee Stadium last Friday or Saturday when that bullshit happened with the fans throwing something in right field. There was probably a thousand things 
great about baseball that happened that day in the stands. But that shit that happened, that was all that happened. And I know why it happens because that's what, you know, you always complain about the, the negatives. Wouldn't the media be better off and the, the Yes Network and the Rogers and everybody else to maybe just show the good that happens in the stands and turn that crap off? See, so I'm probably probably I'm probably part of the problem myself because I'm the one that follows fights in the stands on Twitter, right? Because I get a kick out of that, you know. And then, but I don't think they they show fights that often on Sports Center and like fights in the stands. They don't show that. What I also follow, like I follow different things. I said, did you see that guy with the baby strapped to his uh, belly feeding his baby and caught a foul ball the other day? That was cool. That was cool. So that's what you're talking about, yeah. right? Like that, And that is the good. And it is out there. But at the end of the day, the way media works and the way consummation of the, the, the work, sorry, consummation, consumption of the media works, in today's society, it's what you want to see. And that's what comes to you. It's what you want to see. And then these these accounts, these clips, they wouldn't go viral unless people didn't want to see them. Well, no, so, I, it, so it, it's it's more on society. Like it's not media's fault. It's 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 just the simple fact that everybody has an iPhone or like a phone that they record um and can put it on TikTok, on Twitter, on Facebook, whatever. And the algorithms are there that if you want to see this kind of shit, it's going to come across your timeline, whether you follow this. Feed. No matter what, like yeah. no matter what, it's, it's going to be yeah. out there. It's just disappointing that because that was all the talk all over sports talk on, on Monday morning, what happened at Yankee Stadium. And it was it, it's shitty. It was horrible. It should, shouldn't have happened. But, but that, that was, was one, with players on the field. That was the there's different, a field. No, no, yes. absolutely. And, and, and all that stuff, it just gets it's and, and big picture. Okay. Nothing really happened. I'm not condoning it, but nothing really happened. Nobody got hurt. It, you should, I'm not saying that they, were, they should be doing it, but nothing really happened. And that was front page fucking news all over everywhere. You know, and it, if, 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 if it didn't get, if stuff doesn't get publicized, Dave, people wouldn't look for it. And they also wouldn't do it. Does that make any sense? Like if, if, if if shitty stuff doesn't get publicized, shitty people won't continue to do that shitty stuff. I hear you. I hear you. But who's now the arbiter of what gets published and what doesn't? Well, that left-wing media and right-wing media and <laughs> fake news and all that other stuff. We'll get into that on Monday night, Dave, when we talk again. But you know, no, it's a, it's a lot. And sports is a lot. It's just, yeah. Dave, um, We'll end this segment. We got off twisted on, but it was good. Um, our sports fans. Okay, we're you're in your fifties. I'm in my late forties. Let's go through the the. Uh, let's go twenty year twenty year spats. Sports fans now, to sports fans twenty years ago, to sports fans when we were 10, 12 years old, to sports fans before we were born. 10 years. Who's class here? Here's I'm going to I'm going to ask a question. When you pay your money and park your ass in a seat at any game. 
what is your reason for being there? What is your reason for being there? Are you a fan of the team? Are you a fan of the game? Are you there because your friends are there? Are you there to raise shit? Are you there to get on the Jumbotron? You know, like there's so many different things right now. Like, because those fans back in the day. Now you got influencers and TikTok. Blah, blah, right. Blah, what's, yeah. your, what's your reason for putting that ass in your seat? Did dad buy you the ticket? Is it, is it, a, are you, are you there with a friend whose dad buy the p- ticket? Are you like, why are you there? And like, and if you got, if you're, if you have every single intention, in, intention to post something on, on TikTok or you're there for the wrong reason or snitch or Tinder, you're there for the wrong fucking reason. Right. Anyone that takes it, like you're allowed one fucking selfie. At the game. Like, if that's what your thing is, you're allowed one fucking selfie. Yeah. And that's it. And maybe if, uh, with the game-winning goal with uh, 20 seconds left. Right? You're allowed to show the crowd. I would never do it, but I'll allow it. I will allow it. But if you're not there, if your primary objective for walking in that building is not to watch the game and or cheer for it's for Twitter clicks or whatever else you're there for the wrong reason. Go fuck yourself. You're not a real fan. And then, so, so like, I didn't answer your question, but back in the day, 99% of the people were there to watch the fucking team. And it's, and it's, and it's, what was your, like when, 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 when you were an Oilers guy, Dave, this has turned out really good. When you were an Oilers guy years ago, and we like I went to playoff game together back in '97 or '98. Um, man, that's a long time ago. You're getting old, um, as am I. Like going to a game, the especially the old uh, Rexall, the Coliseum in Edmonton, it was unbelievable. And the playoffs those years when they when they almost won a couple of couple of rounds, well, they won a couple of rounds here and there. And They're competitive. Off. It was awesome. They upset teams. It was awesome. And yeah, we probably had a couple too many, but we were never there to cause any harm. It was always fun. It was right. so great. And then you, you go back 20 years before that, when we were just kids and our parents take us to games and it was just, you were in awe of what was going on because you, it was something that you couldn't do. Is that the difference now? Is that actually the difference now that I think it might be the difference a little bit too? And and you know what? And, and like far be it for me to say this, you know, like liquor sales, right? That that has a lot, a huge. Yeah, thing. that's we were, kids, we're, we're we're beer guys. Yeah, and and but back in the day, was a, there was no liquor sales? I don't think. I think it was probably between I was the age of twenty five and thirty before they actually allowed liquor sales at the end max here in Lethbridge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and it was a big deal, and and I understand that. And you know what? I'm a beer guy. I am a beer guy. I love a beer. Like when I bring my son to the games, to the Hurricanes games, I have two beer, and it 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 just makes it better for me. Maybe that makes me a bad guy, a good guy. I don't know, but. I do know this for a fact. When my mom and dad brought me and my brother and sister to Hurricane, sorry, to Broncos games back in the day, I know for a fucking fact, mom and dad weren't having beers because there wasn't beer for sale in the, sale. In the stadium. 
right? And and there was no fights in the. I don't remember fights in the stands. I do remember. I remember smoke. I remember smoking in the stands. Tiger fans and 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 Bronco fans back in 82, 83, There was fights in the stands because you know, probably booze ingested prior to. But yeah, it, the fan experience is better than it's ever been because of the in the in game experience. It is because the video of scoreboards and everything else. It's great. It, it is. It's it's amazing. But during the game, I can't say that it's better. And it might be because, and this is going to be sacrilegious to me, it might be because of of booze, because you get some booze bag behind you. who's just out of his, he's on his 19th Bud Light. Uh, It's like, Jesus, man, can you just watch the fucking game? Like, it's just different. Things are just different. And I, I'm not going to, we're not going to solve the problem tonight in the 1420 podcast, but it just seems, it just seems the viewing experience for the fan. And I don't know how we got to this about basketball, but it just seems the viewing experience for the average family is a bit diminished now compared to what it was 20, 30 years ago. And I agree. And I'm going to bring it back to that point because what's your reason for having your ass in that seat? Are you a fan of the game? Are you there? What's your reason for being there? Because there's so many people that aren't there because they're a fan of the game. They have other reasons, whether it be because that's where the party's going to be that's where whatever reason right and 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 sure it's fun sure it's something to do sure it's an event but but when 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 the balance of actual fans of the game and want to see what's going on on the field on the playing field whether it be the ice or the diamond or the pitch or the or the the field if too many people are there for the for I'm not going to say the wrong reasons, but for not the specific reason of the event, then it can get a little bit. It can get a little bit weird, if yeah. that, if I'm making sense, and I know I'm not, but we understand what it's. No, we're getting there. We're, hopefully, our listeners get to the the same thing we're at because it's uh no, it's it's just different. I don't. I I love going to games. It's great. I I'm gonna. I'm going to keep going with now that we're allowed to go across the board and everything else in Yankee Stadium. I got a, I got an idea when we're going to go down again this year and everything else. It's always a uh, interesting time. There, there. I, I like I said, I've never seen a brouhaha in the 27 or so games I've been there. I've never seen anything. I, I haven't. And people, and it it, dis, it disappoints me that it happened last weekend, but it, I haven't seen it. I, I, I personally, maybe I have a blind eye or I'm in a different area of the ballpark. But I sit in some some different seats here and there, and I've never seen it. And it, it yes, there are. Uh, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Dave. That you you go to stands or you go to to Billy's, or you go to the tavern or wherever before the game, and there seems to be a lot of. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 20 somethings boosting their Instagram accounts. And I never thought of that. And that's why they're going like, you can't like, I shouldn't, this is generalizing things, but you can't tell me that a 
22 year old girl with a Mattingly t-shirt on knows who Don Mattingly is. You know what I mean? It's well, just, a 22 year old. We don't have to, to assign sex to it either. Maybe she's a 22 year old guy. Sorry. But like, what, a, yeah. like, like anyways, like, it, like you, you just don't know, but if they're, if they're constantly on their phone, if they're constantly taking pictures, if they're constantly doing this, they're constantly doing anything unrelated to being a fan of, of the sport that you're there to attend, then, you know, it makes me like, why the fuck are you even here? Anyways, if you're going to the game this weekend, go to games. It's good for you. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. If you're going to games this weekend, make sure you use SeatGeek or SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app, and use 1420POD. Uh, for 20 bucks off your uh, your tickets on your first purchase, sign up at SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. We are heard everywhere you could possibly get your podcast. Google, Spotify, uh, Apple, and all of them. It doesn't much matter anymore. Uh, you're listening to it. You listen to us, and uh, hopefully you can add some subscribers, tell people to listen to us. Dave, Jim, come up with this, some topics for us. Our producer, sound guy, uh, over with. Get, get that on his Spotify account. We'll, we'll put post that up on the 1420 account uh, again this weekend, uh, this week. But uh, Dave, he came up with something that was great. Uh, and there's so many every month. and doesn't matter what we're doing every day, really. Meathead of the month. Dave, who do you got for the month of April for meathead of the month? I'm sure everybody has seen this on their Twitter machine and their sports highlights, lowlights, whatever it is. Then my meathead of the month is Owen Woodward. So what I'm going to say to you now, Brent, is Owen Woodward is a pitcher for Weatherford College in the North Texas Junior College Athletic Conference. Yeah. Do you know what Owen did? No, I don't. Owen Woodward gave up a whole oh, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do know what it is. And they, as yeah. the guy was running, rounding third, he did he, North Texas 40. He yeah. speared him. He, he did the uh, slash Goldberg slash <laughs> linebacker slash whatever it was. Yeah, that guy gets meathead of the month. I agree with you on that one, Dave. The fuck My are you God. thinking? Like, I, because he may never be able to play baseball in, in the North Texas Juco League again. Not that it's a lucrative business, but it, that's the end of it. But when he, I wonder what was said between Owen and his counterpart there. I wish I knew the batter's name. Josh Phillips from North Central Texas. So Noah and Josh? Uh, Owen. Owen and Josh. Owen was the pitcher. Josh was the... So Owen and Josh. So the home run hit, round of the bases, and then the pitcher run across. And as what I caught funny is that the, the batter didn't even see it happening, that, that the pitcher was running across the field. He was giving the third base coach a high five. And out of nowhere, didn't have a left tackle. He got fucking smoked, man. Just took him That's down. Meat. That is meathead of the month. Like, I, I wonder what was said because he had to have known that wasn't right. Well, here's the thing that, that, that when I saw it, I keep checking the story every day. Yeah. To see, to, I want some backstory to this, but every story is the exact same. 
and they give me no enlightenment into actual what the motivation of Owen uh, was to to decide that this was the thing. Home run was hit. He didn't like it. Ran across the field, tackled it. He's he's playing Juco baseball in Texas, which I'm, I'm assuming there's it's good players. Good, good players. Really good players. Yeah, Juco's good. Really Juco's good, good, good ball. It is. It is. It's really good. Well, yeah, it's probably at a par, if not higher, than Wimble. Higher, probably, yeah. Okay. And then, so what, what like, how come no one, like, I, I'm, I'm calling out the, the journalists of the North Texas Junior College Athletic Conference to dig a little deeper. I want some quotes from Owen. And then also, this, like, so Owen... Uh, two days later, he got kicked off the team, and he might be get might be getting expelled. Like so, he's kicked. The pitcher is kicked off the team. Well, because he can't play, his scholarship's gone. So why would they they pay for a guy to be in school? That makes sense. Yeah, but then both teams got a two game suspension where they had a forfeit games. So Josh said something, and Josh got it suspended as well. Like from the league, not from his school. So Josh had to have said something. We need some journalistic integrity on this story day because the 1420 podcast needs to know. Maybe we should send uh, Jim down to Texas to figure this one out and he can do some some journalism uh, studies on this and do some interviews because right now there, there's not there, there's some dots not connected. Inquiring minds really want to know. Like there had to be something. And if we're the ones to break the story before John Boy does it, that would be very good. Well, I do remember way like when we first got started with the merch that uh, that fella I forget his name. I wish to remember took a picture of himself in a fourteen twenty hat in front of the Willie Nelson statue in Austin, Texas. If you're still listening to us and you know who you are. Rob Charlebois, yeah, he's. I think he still listens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get back to us. Figure it out there down there in Texas, because I gotta know. Send why. us some clips, Sharp. Send us some clips to what's going on down there, the JUCO league down in, in Texas, because because uh, Josh and what was his name? Owen. Josh and Owen did did the uh, did a baseball dirty there, and something went something went really sideways. Uh, Dave, I got one, and I think the whole world might agree with me on this one. And maybe it's because the whole world listens. We probably shouldn't, as we talked about earlier on on this show. Meathead of the month, it's got to be those two fucking nozzles, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Like, just fuck off. Like, fuck off. Like, I, you didn't hurt anyone but yourselves with your childish fucking stupid shit. When you're, when when you're when you stay with a girl who shits on your bed, that says more about you than it does about her. Like there's no way, there's no way that she's that good in the rack or whatever else when someone shits on your bed that you're that you're not that you're sign mind, mind, mind and body. I think that dickhead or the meathead of the month. And to take it, I get why he's doing it, to save his graceful name, and he lost his Disney contracts. I kind of get it. But between the two of them, in the last week, the, the, the childish shenanigans of these two entitled pieces of garbage is a lot. And, of course, we watch because it's on. I get it. And, it's, and we follow it because it's on. And that's what people do. 
But these two aren't just meatheads of the month. They are front runners for meatheads of the year because they have shown the world what meatheads they actually are. It amazes me that someone can, an adult become, can become so childish and spiteful that you would take a shit where your husband sleeps beside you. You're shitting in your own bed, but on his side of the well, it was her. It was her. She convinced her friend to do it. Whatever. From what I read. So, so uh, she convinced see, her friend. To, so meathead of the month is actually her friend. Hey, can you be my friend and shit my shit in my boyfriend's bed, which is actually my bed. Like, so you so you bring a couple of shit tickets with you when you do that, or what do you do? I don't Neither do I. I don't know. I've never, never, I've never thought once. And then you're the one that just admitted the other day on the other show how much you love a good shit story. I, but this shit is not really that fun, though. <laughs> if you're gonna, shit, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, uh, what do we call this? Uh, 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 this a, is a, a, this a, is a defecation because this one goes to law. This is a defecation. Oh, okay. You're so, using the proper term of the law that you defecated on someone's property. Like when I have a shit story, I shit. Or you have a shit story, you shit. She defecated in her friend's boyfriend's bed, which is technically her bed too. So have you ever shit to send a message? I farted send a message, but never shit. <laughs> I don't think I've ever shit. No, I know I've never shit to no. send a message. Never. No, no. To send a message, that's what you do? So these multi-multi-millionaires are talking about shitting. And they want, these meatheads of the month want sympathy from the general public. It's like, people are just getting by to pay their fucking bills. And you're fucking complaining about sh- someone shitting you. Fuck off, man. You know like, what? Just uh, fuck off. And at the end of the day, I don't know where this happened, unless it was in a hotel, but even the hotels these people would stay at, there's another bed. It's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. And you just she walk, did it again. Uh, you just walk across the hall to another room, right? Like, the there's suite like, or whatever. There's six There's bedrooms. a hide-a-bed somewhere, whatever. A hide-a-bed. He, they don't sleep on a couch. No, well, know. you know what? I, know. I, I, bet, I bet Johnny Depp has slept on a couch for kicks. I, you know, Dave, a few years back, I was at the uh, the Roxy in Veg in uh, in L.A. Sorry, and the Hollywood Vampires, uh, great. It was uh, Johnny Depp, um, Alice Cooper, Duff McKeegan, and uh, who's the lead singer for or the, the guitarist for Aerosmith? Um, you know who he is. I'm looking at him. But yeah. Anyways, doesn't matter. They were right in front of me. And they all seemed like good dudes. And, and Johnny Depp seemed like he wasn't, in t- he was, he, he seemed like a good dude. Like, you know, you just tell people he was hanging out. He was hanging out, enjoying himself, and a bunch of us with us people in front of him in a, in a small, small area. He seemed like a good dude. And now I'm just like, dude, you're a good actor because you pulled the wool over my fucking eyes. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. I've never been a big fan of him, but uh, no, no, he's an idiot. Like his accent and everything else, he's a moron. But 
Like he's a meathead of the month for me, man. And how we all fucking pay attention to this shit, I have no idea. Because it's on the news. You know that Johnny Depp's ex-wife took a shit on his well, you shouldn't no, know this. Convinced her friend. Like in like in the, in like why, 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 why do we know this? Like, why is somebody putting this out there? Why does Johnny Depp want the like why is he so desperate for attention that he's an I dated a girl? Who shit on my bed? If David, so, if, he was married to her. Married to her. If 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 I dated dated a girl, I've never been married. If I dated a girl, Dave, we talk two three times a week, like on this. If I dated a girl who shit on my bed, there would be nobody. Nobody would know. Because I would think you would think less of me if you allowed me to stay with that girl. Correct. Yeah. You can shit the bed, but you don't shit on the bed. On purpose. On purpose. Yeah. Like and like any any kind of defecation that happens. And yeah, any kind of any any sort defecation of defecation is a legal that, term that hits the marital bed is if it's on purpose with consent. Or like, what the fuck are you doing? There's, a, there's, there's. I mean, there's a fart that gets away. Whatever happens, whatever. Well, yeah, but you, 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 you don't. Well, yeah, I don't sleep in the buff. I have, I have a layer of protection in case there's a shark that sneaks through. Oh, <laughs> uh, so my meeting yeah, month, Dave. We went two separate ways. You went sports. I went with Johnny Depp and the the entertainment capital of the world and TMZ bullshit, whatever. Like Johnny Depp, I don't know, man. Like, I feel for you. I mean, you don't know who, whatever, but Jesus, man. I got I got one more thing. Oh, I got two more things I want to bring up before we. I love more right things, here. Dave. Um, if you were in Lethbridge right now, I can see you're in the hat. Yeah. Where would you be right now? What time is it? 10? Uh, Jesus. I'm probably paying my bill. At Browns right now, the, the, the I away. totally disagree. You would be at the end max because you know what's going on at the end max in Lethbridge, Alberta, right now. Kings game, no ZZ top and cheap trick. I wouldn't open the curtain of ZZ top <laughs> playing my backyard, like, not a fucking chance. And one of them died. Well, then, how's ZZ playing in Lethbridge right now? I don't know. It's Plural Z. I don't know. Like one, like one of the bearded guys died last year. So yeah, it's no, not a chance. I wouldn't open the curtains in the backyard. Not a chance, man. Yeah, I, I I see a couple tunes, but like you know, I imagine it's the exact same thing, but just live with like, yeah, she's got legs and and then that kind of thing. Sharp dressed um, man. A sharp dressed man. Yeah, I like legs more than sharp dressed man. I think I do too. There's sleeping bag. That's another good tune. Nah, that song's shitty. Wow, well, it's yeah. I was never a huge ZZ fan. Yeah. Um, do you know what you're doing on October 14th in Lethbridge, Alberta? I know I'm not going to the Heart concert. <laughs> do you mean Nancy Wilson <laughs> is going to be there with sticks and yeah, uh, me and Deanne had this me and the, the ex, ex producer we had this uh, that's why she's the ex producer now we had this conversation Dave that uh, the Nancy Hart uh, of Heart 
Um, she knows I'm not a fan. It's her favorite band of all time. Um, I'm, I'm probably not going. The Yankees, I have plans. They will be either in the ALCS or World Series at that point. So there's a good chance I will be busy that night. She knows this. I we we discussed this. You're sure. Yeah, I I actually told I told her the exact same thing that the Yankees will be in the playoffs and I won't be able to go to I I, I will my attendance will not be be there at that night. Did she put out the caveat that uh if the Yankees aren't in the playoffs, you're coming with me? She knows better. Okay. There's no ultimatums and that's good. I might be sleeping on the couch after that point, but anyways, it doesn't much matter. She knows. But there shan't be defecation on seats. She will not defecate on our bed because I didn't go to a heart concert because because I usually work at a town to be cleaning the sheets. So maybe if you have to clean your own sheets, you don't get your friends shit on your bed. That's a thing, right? Like, if there's a if there's a it. if there's a mess you don't have to clean up it gets a little messier sometimes. So it so it's not even so much of being crazy, it's entitlement. That might I'm be not, the thing. I'm not cleaning this up. So I'm, I'm not just cleaning this fucking thing up. Hey, shit in my friend's bed. Why would you even use the toilet anymore? Right, just pay the cleaning stuff enough. Like you know what? When I take my dog for a walk, I got bags in my pockets, and you know what I do? I pick up his shit. Fucking poo. It's a gift that keeps on giving the stories, everything else. Anyway, Dave, fun show tonight. We went on some different tangents. We did, we didn't really, I think we didn't solve any problems. But we uh, we created a few more, but I, th- I thought we had, were, I mean, I laughed, you laughed. That's, 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 that's the main thing. But yeah, and I think we got a little deep sometimes. Like uh, we went off on the tangents, but uh, I really enjoyed the way our conversation worked tonight. And, and I thought we had some good points to make to each other. Yeah. So I'm off to Whitefish, Montana tomorrow. I'm going to find a, a few spots with some 1420 stickers on so people get the uh, the hint they should listen to us more. Uh, listens are still good. Things are still going good with the show. We just hope you guys spread the good word of the 1420 podcast. Four Beaver Sports Talk and a whole lot more. Um, there's one point I want to make. Uh, quick thing. Um, my cousin's son uh, is... Uh, He's uh, in the WHL draft, which is coming up this weekend. We talked about the draft. They mentioned right. bring this up earlier. Um, he's projected to go high. His name is Jackson Smith. He's out of Calgary, Alberta. Um, good luck to you, Jackson. Uh, parents, uh, Wade and Christy. Um, good luck to Jackson. I know Wade and Christy. I remember them from years ago. It's been a lot of years. You've met them. Exactly. They're, it's been a they're, lot of years. A lot of years. 20 years probably. So their sons are projected uh, first rounder and, uh, and and best of luck. I hope you get to uh, keep 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 doing your thing and, and you don't get to be a projected first rounder without being a good kid. So, like, good luck to you, Jackson, this weekend. Yeah, Jackson, be Jackson, be great. Let's hope you uh, get drafted high. Don't go to the Tigers. They're they're in a rebuild. They won eleven games last year here in Medicine Hat. It was a tough year for Willie DeJardin and the boys. But anyways, the fourteen twenty sports podcast, Dave Fun Show tonight. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? Don't swing at high pitches, Jim. Stay out of trouble in Montana, Deuskin. I'm going to stay out of trouble. It's going to be a nice, nice, fun, festive evening or weekend, uh, and let's get it over with. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design.